everywhere. But I think the rain has mostly stopped. I mean, you might see a little misty stuff, but for the most part, just cloudy. Okay. 8.06. It's Friday. So, um, I have a daughter. We adopted a little girl from China. Thank you. And... (laughs) And even though I adopted, I still got the epidural. That's right, I wasn't getting cheated out of this. I had tried getting pregnant, I was about 45 at the time, and um, my doctor was a little concerned about my age, so she ran a lot of tests, and she called me into her office, she sits me down, she looks at me very seriously, and she says, Kathy, your eggs are old. I said, gee, well, uh, so's your diploma, but I'm being polite. Yeah, my husband had a vasectomy and my eggs were old, so we decided to order out. (laughs) Chinese. Yes, I'm 66 and I'm raising a 19-year-old. Oh, dear God. You've lost your mind. I'm past menopause, raising a college sophomore. Excellent planning. (laughs) I'm a member of the (laughs) PTAARP. Really? Oh, I cannot gosh. imagine. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, when I, after I had Bryce, and I had Bryce and Ben pretty close together, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody said, you know, did you plan to have them so close together? I'm like, yeah, because I want them out of the house while I still have my original hips. That's the, <laughs> that's the plan <laughs> that's there. Good. All yeah. right. Uh, I have a song for our next story. Oh, you do? Okay. Are All you right, ready? Right. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. We're going we're gonna to kick it old school here for a minute. Laughing always say it's good for the geese. So it's good for the gander. Yeah. Oh, sailor. There you go. Who is that? It's it's uh, ready for the world. Okay. You remember O oh, Sheila? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Wow, those guys are getting down. Yeah, they're tapping into their inner prince. Their inner Sheila E. So they always open that song with what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Okay. All right. And, uh, and, and they're not the only ones saying that because it would seem that the uh, Watchdog Group is Heritage Foundation's oversight project right. is uh, now saying what's good for the goose is good for the gander, referring to Representative Jamal Bowman for criminal prosecution after he was caught on camera pulling a fire alarm inside the House of Representatives building amid tense talks to avoid a government shutdown last weekend. Mm -hmm. They're alleging that Bowman broke federal and local laws. I think they're more than alleging. I mean, he did. This this guy was a former principal at a school, so he knows what a fire alarm looks like. Well, and who among us was not taught at the age of five? Not to pull it. Not to pull a fire alarm. I mean, I don't know anyone. Right. A bright red one that says fire (laughs) Fire. alarm on it. A bright red one where you have to, like, break the little glass thing when you, in order to get it to go off. Yeah, you, when you pull it, it yeah. breaks it. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's pretty clear. Yeah. Um, they're saying that he broke federal and local laws just after House Republicans announced they would rush a stopgap spending bill known as a continuing resolution to the House floor Saturday. Right. It caught some Dems off guard, and they claimed they didn't have time to read it thoroughly. Yeah, because you, you guys are always so good at reading everything right. front to back before you vote on Gotta it. Gotta pass it before we know just, what's in it, according to Nancy. Say, just say yes. 
just say yes. Yes, Yes, exactly. In a letter reviewed, uh, Heritage claims Bowman's list of potential crime violations include a federal obstruction statute, which is being used by the Justice Department to prosecute alleged rioters who entered the Capitol January 6th. You mean those people have been rotting in jail for two years? Yeah, that'd be them. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so what's good for the goose, right? Yeah. Good for the gander. Let's do it. He says it calls for prison time for up to five years. Okay. His actions violated federal law in addition to D.C. criminal law. Hmm. The Department of Justice and Federal Bureau of Investigations have made ample use of similarly legal theories recently to investigate and prosecute individuals across the country. Yeah. Oh, but that's just like little peons, not members of the squad. Right. Right. Exactly. It was sent Thursday to Attorney General Merrick Garland. FBI Director Christopher Wray and the leaders of the U.S. Capitol Police and D.C. Metropolitan Police Departments. How much you want to bet they laughed it out of their office? Put that thing in the dumpster. This is what it says. Quote, I don't I don't know if if, if they can. I know. I, I, I really I, don't know that they can. Although, you know, Biden just appointed one of Hunter's cronies yeah, to an important true. position. So, you know, maybe true. so. They're pretty bold. Mm-hmm. Whoever corruptly or by threats of force or by a threatening letter or communication influences, obstructs or impedes or endeavors to influence, obstruct or impede the due and proper administration of the law under which any pending proceeding is being had before any department or agency of the United States or the due and proper exercise of power of inquiry under which any inquiry or investigation is being had by either House or any committee of either House or any joint committee of Congress shall be fined under this title mm. imprisoned for not more than five years. That's what the statute states. Okay. That's pretty clear. Yeah, it is. I don't think you have to be a brilliant legal mind <laughs> no. to understand that Well, and that I mean, one. come on, these, these people in congress supposedly know this stuff come Mm -hmm. on he he had to say he had to okay even i think the the dumbest criminal for at least a millisecond thinks about possible implications of the crime they're getting ready to commit and especially a former principal right who's in congress who's in congress who knows that there's people rotting in jail Oh, well, so let's let's get rid of that one. Let's get rid of the federal statute. Let's okay. just look at the D.C. code. The, the D.C., okay. How about that Because it is in D.C., right? Sure. For any person or persons to willfully or knowingly give a false alarm of fire within the District of Columbia, and anyone who corruptly or by threats of force in any way obstructs or impedes or endeavors to obstruct or impede the due administration of justice in any office proceeding can be sentenced to prison for at least three years. Okay. At least Right. Not yeah, more yeah, than. Right, right. That's not the max. But at least. Mm-hmm. So you think if it makes its way through some kind of a process, he will just get a slap on the wrist? Probably. If, if it even makes it that far? I I don't. Of course, he is just a pill. You know, I don't know why this has gotten so much attention. I was literally just in a rush to go vote, man. And I thought that was the lever you pulled to vote. Would that would that work if with a student, if a if a, a little snot nosed, oh, heck, no. heck no, arrogant student sat in front of you at your desk, Principal Bowman, mm-hmm. and said, "Oh, I just thought it opened the door. Would you buy that, or would you right. suspend him?" I suspect you would suspend him. Yeah. After you know, doing a fake fire alarm, scaring other students, sure, you know, with threat of fire, mm-hmm. bodily harm. I mean, let's face it, in the in the house rep 
we've let so many terrorists over the border. Who knows if they're going to come in and invade, do an actual invasion of our capital? Yeah. You know, I'm, so you have to take this stuff serious. My gosh. It's serious business. And that's how it ought to be treated. And, of course, you know, there are all kinds of people are, are coming to his uh, defense. Defense. Sure. Yeah. Well. I believe Congressman Bowman, when he says it was an accident, Bowman's memo states Republicans need to focus their energy on the Nazi members of their party before anything else. Did they give this congressman a drug test? Ridiculous. They make sure he wasn't high on something? Mm. And of all people, uh, Representative Nicole Malatakis from New York mm-hmm. unveiled a resolution to expel Bowman. Mm. Um. The uh, of all people, Jamal Bowman knows the old fire alarm trick because he was a high school principal. And quite frankly, when he was a high school principal, there were serious ramifications if a student were to do that, including expulsion. Right. As it should be. Yeah. Yep. Supporters, no surprise, include fellow squad member (laughs) Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. Yeah. Defending him. Sure. They're filing a motion to expel a member who, in a moment of panic, was trying to escape the vestibule. And they just want to—they want to date me, anyways. That's why they're going after him. That's why him. they're going after him. They just want to date me. <laughs> That's what it is. Right. Sometimes I have to pull the fire alarm just to just to escape all the leering looks because I'm so beautiful. Right. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I've got lots of other reasons. Coming up, we've got, uh, you remember the guy, we've talked about him before, Mark, um, the handyman who turns the tables on squatters? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Smart guy. He is. And he he helps people all over the country for free. Yeah. Now, he has had to take on his next target, who is a celebrity chef. Oh, Lord. Yup. Yeah, this is good. Mm Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Okay. All right. Well, we'll get to that when we get back. It is 816. We'll have another Friday funny on the way just for you. Okay. Thanks for being here. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Sixty-six and nineteen were such completely different stages of our lives. I remember when she finished toilet training, I was losing bladder control. <laughs> One day she asked me to blow up a balloon, and I had to change my pants. <laughs> it's not even a joke just reporting at this point. Yeah, 19. Anybody have a 19-year-old daughter? What a pleasure. Oh, man. She hates me, so she's right on track developmentally. The only thing she likes to do with me is go to Costco. I love Costco. I really do love going to Costco, but it it doesn't make sense for me to go there anymore because there's nothing I can buy there that I'll live to finish. I can't use that many Q-tips. Every time I'm there with my daughter and we're leaving, I point to the cart and I look at her and I say, someday this will all be yours. 
This is my legacy. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. Kathy Ladman, uh, K, uh, it's a C-A-T-H-Y, L-A-D-M-A-N. She's quite funny. Yeah, she is funny. <laughs> so earlier in the show right. on CBS News, I believe, yeah. they were talking about an Airbnb right. where a squatter had come in. Mm-hmm. They had initially rented the Airbnb for six months. Six months, right. Yes. But now they've stayed there like a year beyond yes. that agreement. Yes. And they are not paying mm-hmm. to stay there. And I think the judge is like favoring... How is that possible? The tenant instead of the owner. The the squatting issue in this country is becoming really, really bad. It is. Uh, And you may remember, we've talked about this guy before. Uh, He is a handyman. Mm -hmm. Uh, Flash Shelton is is his name. Um, He successfully started this journey by removing squatters from his mother's home. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now he's helping an older woman reclaim her Hollywood home from an Iron Chef winner and former judge, Adam Fleischman, who she said is living there rent-free. So this guy has been on Iron Chef, and not only did he he win, Mm -hmm. but he was a judge, too. Right. So obviously he's seen some success. Yeah, he's probably got a little money. All right, here is uh, Shelton talking about the situation uh, in an interview. Rent wouldn't be a problem because they could just make money together. And uh, so there was never a lease or an agreement. Uh, he made his way into the home and then um, something made her feel uncomfortable. Basically, she alleges that he, uh, to do a, 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 to do an event that was supposed to be like their first event to show her that it would work, he ended up taking her credit card using her credit card to buy everything and then never paid her back. She says that she did uh, take, or she did report it and she was returned the money by the credit card company and he is being investigated for this. So that made her feel uncomfortable about the whole thing. So she pulled out, didn't want to do these events with him, didn't want him as as a renter and asked him to leave okay and you represented yourself as somebody who could pay rent yeah okay i can pay rent she never offered me a contract she never so she's never asked you to pay rent no he claims that it's her responsibility it's her fault i don't owe anybody rent that won't give me a lease hard to buy everything this guy is a pill yeah he's a slime ball so this is an older woman Mm -hmm. And so he came to her and he 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 wanted her to to partner with him. Apparently right. she has a beautiful home. Right. We'll do these events. Mm-hmm. It's a win win. You'll make money. I'll make money. Right. We more than cover you know, the rent. Mm-hmm. So he does the event, uses her credit card yeah. to buy everything. When she went to get money, he said, oh, you'll have to wait till the next event. Wow. To get your money. And so he and, and so this guy confronted him mm-hmm. you heard what he said oh yeah well she never well, gave me a lease she didn't ask me for rent i figured she had some credit or something um and and I, she won't give me a lease so i'm not paying rent he's paid no deposit no rent he has no lease no keys mm-hmm. yeah and Gosh, there's got to be something janet 
There's got to be something I you don't can know. do. This I, is this is so upside down. It is. Um, Shelton discovered the chef would have to take him to civil. Fleischman uh, left after the, the Shelton discovered the chef would have to take him to civil court if he were to lock the door. They did put cameras in. Mm-hmm. They were allowed to put cameras in. Um, the uh, he said it was a partnership. He would pay for the entire home. Claudia said, uh, "I felt he had had so much success. Maybe he knows how to make this done." Obviously, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. He didn't pay me. He used my credit card. He forged my signature to buy the food for the event. I knew I was in trouble. He's a con man. Yes. Fleischman said he contributed to utilities and house expenses. Doubt it. What happened to the good? classic con man of the old days i know right? when you got caught you moved on to the next victim right exactly and now you just stay and you become a, a squatter con well, person yeah bold and and entitled because you know the law will not bend in the right way it'll bend for the criminal for crying out loud when asked why he stayed at the home after claudia asked him to leave his response was how is four months so long well it's been a baffled year. It's not like I've been here for years. Well, guess what? The rent comes due every month, you idiot. You're right. Yeah, for the average honest person. Shelton, who once successfully removed squatters from his mother home, said he helped Claudia free of charge. Mm -hmm. I asked Fleischman if he had any guilt whatsoever, felt any obligation to her. He said, absolutely not. Because he has no conscience. The celebrity chef pointed out again he wasn't given a lease or keys. Which means, so how can they not kick him out? He doesn't have a lease. Yeah, I, he shouldn't be there. No. In the video, Shelton included footage from cameras placed around the house that shows Fleischman telling two men, after she dies, I'll give you guys first shot at the rooms. Disgusting. What? what? Oh, my God. He's just disgusting. See, you've got to be... You've got to be one step ahead of these people. Right. She needs to, like, move her worst relatives in the house with a bunch of dogs that stink. And yeah, say, but then well, that's yeah. going to ruin her house. Well, it's getting ruined in another sense anyway. Well, I hope You've this You've got to smoke this guy out blows in some up. way. And uh, he's opened a new restaurant. Uh, well, apparently it, it closed its doors without explanation. Shocker. Yeah. I'm assuming Food Network's having nothing else. Oh, I hope not. To... Uh, to do with them yeah it's just if you have an older person and they have a home yeah and you need to be keeping an eye on that home yes you do like you never have before go go back because wasn't it during the interim when this guy's that's helping her it was the interim of when his mom died yeah to the time he could try to sell the house right that this whole thing happened to him somebody was 30 or 60 days somebody secretly moved in right um, it, it didn't take long. Changed the locks on the door. Right. They did a fake lease, mm-hmm. and so the police would come in and say, "Well, you know, he's got a well, lease. Got paperwork. So we, we can't do anything, right. even though it was a fake lease." Mm-hmm. And then, of course, if your parent is older and and they're confused anyway, right? And then they that may have adds, signed off on something, right? That that adds to the or they haven't signed off on something, but they mm-hmm. don't know what they've done, right? It just adds to it. You you better keep an eye on your properties. I had a friend because this is happening everywhere. Whose elderly parents were taken advantage of, and they lost in the high tens of thousands of dollars. Mm-mm. And uh, he had to go in and, and unravel that just thing. a mess. And and you have to you have to become de facto investigator yourself. 
Wow. It's sad, and, and that shouldn't be the burden when you're trying to figure out how are we going to take care of mom and dad. You know, you can sell the house. Well, gosh, mom and dad don't technically own the house any longer or whatever. And listen to this. Virginia law, a squatter can attempt to claim rights to a property after 15 years of continuous possession. Really? Yeah. Wow. So if they can ride it out right. for that long. Sure, sure. They, they can even take over ownership. That's scary. Yeah, Why is that even an option? Mm-mm. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, Sam. There are no specific laws in Virginia that govern how a landowner can remove a squatter. Instead, landowners faced with a squatting situation must evict the squatter via the judicial eviction process. In Virginia, an adverse possession claim cannot be brought against a property owner by a legally disabled person, it says. Mm-hmm. I, there, it, mm, boy, oh boy. You better know your rights, folks. Yeah. And, and while your parents are still able to you know, talk right. about this kind of stuff, yep. you've got to have a plan. You've got to Even have a plan. Even have them make up a lease and sign it with your name on it. Mm-hmm. At least right. you would have something you to You have refute. a legal piece of paper, right? Right. And get it notarized and... And you're going to have to spend a little money here on a lawyer, but you know what? I'm just alarmed at how many of these stories we're seeing. Yeah. You're spending over. a small percentage on a lawyer now versus what you're going to spend a lot of headache long-term later. later. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It is uh, 831 almost. Kimberly McBroom along with CBS News will get you informed. Janet and I will be back with some news ourselves. 61 degrees in Lynchburg and Bedford. Roanoke has 60. Danville, 62. In Amherst, it's 61, and Appomattox, 62 degrees. One in nine people worldwide do not have access to clean water and a healthy diet. To raise awareness and to bring change, people in Roanoke Valley have been trying to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, have been tying up their sneakers for the last 40 years to hit the streets and participate in the Crop Hunger Walk. The Crop Humber, Hunger Walk. Sorry, I had to run to the printer to get this. The Crop Hunger Walk will start. Does that show that I'm out of shape that I couldn't go 50 steps without heavy breathing? Anyways, maybe <laughs> the crop hunger walk. It's a little bit like an obscene we'll start, phone well, call. Well, I kind of ran back in here because I heard Matt's voice, and I knew I had seconds to get back to the board and save the day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the crop hunger walk. Crop hunger walk will start at the First Evangelical Presbyterian Church on uh, 2101 South Jefferson Street in Forest. The event will kick off Sunday. October the 8th at 1.30 p.m. And uh, people can participate in a four- or one-mile walk, which I should probably do. Additionally, there is a crop hunger walk for anyone who cannot participate in, in the walks. People can participate in other fundraisers Thursday, October the 19th. And that is going to be uh, the celebration dinner uh, to honor Father Joe Lehman of Our Lady of Nazareth. Uh, the dinner will include the Italian-inspired buffet. Because you have to eat after you walk four miles or even one mile. I thought you card loaded before. (laughs) Well, this is true. Mm. Uh, That's going to be on the uh, 6th. or I'm sorry. That's going to be on the 19th at 6 p.m. I better stop blowing my head. Okay. I think I'm actually way behind. All right. Uh, Amherst County Sheriff's deputy who shot and killed a man wielding a machete has been cleared of any criminal charges. On June 1st, Captain Jewett Reynolds responded to the intersection of Route 60 and Sandages Road and confronted Daniel Scott Meadows. The confrontation eventually led to the use of deadly force. 
On June 20th, Lynchburg Commonwealth Attorney Bethany Harrison was appointed as the substitute prosecutor to determine if criminal charges against Reynolds was warranted. Harrison reviewed reports provided by the following sources. Virginia State Police, Amherst County Sheriff's Office, body cam footage from ACSO deputies who arrived at the scene after the event. Remember, the uh, deputy was off-duty and was not wearing a body camera. Mm. The medical examiner's report, computer-aided dispatch records, training records, calls to Amherst County 911, photos of the scene, interviews of involved parties, including Reynolds, and citizen statements. According to Harrison's report, on June 1st, around 2, Sheriff Fire received a call directly from a citizen with concerns about the behavior of a man, possibly on drugs, on Puppy Creek Road in Amherst. Vire recognized the property associated with the man of interest for narcotics violations. At 2.04, Sheriff Fire called Captain Reynolds, who was, le- uh, who was lead over the narcotics division, and asked him to speak with the man and check on his well-being. The citizen called the sheriff back to warn him the man had a pit bull with him. That information was relayed to Reynolds at 2.32 p.m. According to the captain's statement to Virginia State Police, there was information that the man had an altercation with another person earlier in the day, possibly burned down a camper, and was thought to be intoxicated. He drove past the intersection and saw the black truck pulled off the side of the road of the intersection, saw Meadows lying down next to the truck with a pit bull tied to the bumper. Reynolds drove past Meadows and turned to Emanuel Baptist Church, where he put on his tactical vest marked with large letters that read Sheriff Canine in front and back of the vest and displayed his badge around his neck. So he was marked. He just mm-hmm. wasn't in his uniform. Right. He also, so this is giving us a lot more information yeah, than yeah, we've sure. ever had. Yeah, uh, he also wore a gun belt with a Glock 9mm spare ammunition and handcuffs. He left the church parking lot and parked his vehicle behind a black truck that was about 15 yards away by his estimate. Measurements from the scene indicated the front bumper was about 13 yards away from the rear of Meadows' vehicle once he was parked. He radioed dispatch, said he was getting out with the subject at 241. He was the only officer on the scene. According to the report, Reynolds did not know Meadows. He saw Meadows reclined on the ground. As he got out of his vehicle and shut the driver's door, he called out to Meadows, Hey, buddy, you okay? Mm. As soon as Meadows made eye contact with Reynolds, Meadows jumped to his feet and walked quickly towards the captain with his body turned sideways. He could see Meadows' left side arm and hand but could not see his right hand. Mm-hmm. Meadows seemed to hide behind him. He estimated Meadows was five to eight yards away when he pulled the pistol out and pointed it saying, Stop, police, show me your hands. Meadows brought his right hand up and revealed a machete with a long curved blade. Meadows held up the machete with the blade across his chest, facing the officer. Meadows smiled at the captain and raised the machete as if to strike. He said he believed Meadows would hit him with the machete. If he got closer, he would not be able to defend himself. He said it all happened very quickly. About 10 seconds passed by the time Meadows jumped up, brandished the machete, and shots were fired. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the report said he labored breathing for a period of time, then stopped breathing. Um, emergency vehicles showed up. 248 life-saving measures were performed. His toxology report did show evidence of the president, presence of methamphetamine in his blood. 
at a level 10 times the presumption of intoxication Ooh. amount listed in Virginia's driving under the influence wow. statute. Okay. Methamphetamine intoxication includes agitation, aggressive behavior, paranoid thoughts or delusions, rapid heart rate, and or breathing problems. Sounds like some of that possibly went on. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, and, you know, there's a lot of controversy about this going on in, mm-hmm. in Amherst. Well, the I'm family. glad this other stuff came out. Yeah. Because we were wondering ourselves, you know, just didn't seem like we had a full picture. Yeah. And it's it's I, it's getting a little bit clearer. Not totally, but not a little totally. bit. Not um, totally. Evidently, a VDOT employee and a parts delivery man uh, also encountered him. Hmm. Okay. And... Um, Say with a machete. Oh, really? Meadows okay. approached the two men who asked if they could help him, and Meadows said, there's nobody that can help me. Hmm. He did not engage them further, and they left the scene. That sounds like some possible yeah. paranoia and that yeah, kind of stuff going just, on. It's and sad. drugs screw with your it head. It is a sad, that's a, it's just you know, a sad story. Yeah. And nobody wins with this story. No. And, and... Here's the thing. You hear one side mm-hmm. from over here. Right. Then you hear one one thing over here. It's just hard to know what to believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, toxicology reports are what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those, those don't lie. Yeah. So uh, mm. this is a little bit of controversy in the first hour. And I, I have a, a little bit of an answer now that I can give my co-host over there. Because, you know, she has my best interest at heart, even though sometimes I wonder. I, I, well, I, I sometimes the, you'll give me the look, and I'm going. Why she give me the look? Cool. When but you then go, later, when you go to the potty but it, but humor, it's, but it's but it's proven later that it, she had my best interest in heart. Mm. So I think that's I think my I'm, mom look. I'm, I'm, <laughs> mom looks are so, loving even though they're not loving. Well, this is this. What was that T-shirt that you were showing me earlier? Oh, the, I want I want this shirt. It says, "I'm not bossy. I'm aggressively helpful." <laughs> I think that would be a great. I'd love. I'd wear that shirt. Yeah. Okay. Well, tens of thousands of visitors far and wide traveled to the Blue Ridge each year to see the brilliant fall foliage. Oh, this is the peeping story. Yes, and I have an answer for you now. Great. Okay. So uh, there, <clears throat> there is an accelerated um, color situation because of the drought. It says it speeds up the process so we could see colors some of those earlier. fall colors yeah. earlier. Nice. So that just be aware of that because the Blue Ridge features... Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. 470 miles of life peeping from October. Life peeping or leaf peeping? No, leaf. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. Leaf. Well, I'm life peeping it right here now. Okay. Uh, leaf peeping. See, I made the accentuation on the wrong words. You put Anyways, the wrong emphasis on I, the wrong syllable. I sure did. Anyways, there's 470 miles of leaf peeping from October wow. through early November. Janice says, leaf peeping? What? what? No, I even showed her the script. Yeah. Guess what I found out since we did the story in the six o'clock hour? Yeah, a light, a leaf peeper is a person who visits wooded areas in autumn to view the changing colors of foliage. Leaf peepers in northern Maine will find more orange blazing in the forest lands than they may have found in previous years. So this is, you can be a leaf peeper. Yeah. This one says leaf peeping is an informal term in the United States and Canada for an activity where they travel and view and photograph fall foliage. So it's like a bird watcher, but leaf they're peeping. a leaf leaf watcher. Is that the best choice? Peeping is not the best it's word. It's not the best word. Because it's got connotations it, to it. Negative ones. Yes. Yeah, like peeping Tom. Like I snuck up on the tree. Yeah. And I was admiring its colors. Yeah. Uh, peep means looking quickly. 
and fervently at something. Okay. Especially through a narrow opening, like a window. <laughs> I just don't bah, think it's. Bah, a, bah. I just don't think it's a good choice. Sounds like the wrong number. It does. I just. <laughs> it's just not a. I think we can do better. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess our word of the day is peeping. Yes. Leaf peeping. Leaf peeping. I shan't be doing that. The words of the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway. look, Lester's leaf peeping. He sent me a picture. Did he? Okay. That's beautiful, Lester. And you got your little pumpkin there mm. in the picture. I like it. Well, I'm a pumpkin peeper. A pumpkin peeper. Yeah. <laughs> how many, anything, anything how many you pumpkins attach, can you peep? I don't know, but anything you attach peeping or peeper to, it just... How many peeps would a peep, peep, peep if a peep could eat some peeps what if they were pickled peeps i don't know a pack of pickled peeps <laughs> i don't know wow all right we you better get out of this uh and, and get I'm, us into I'm, break I, i'm well i yes how about this we have two more sound bites from our comedian okay uh, we'll go, go we'll go into our break with a uh, a, a funny and sure. then we'll come out of a break and thanks for hanging with us today on the morning jam it is 8 46 Yeah, I became a mom at 48. Crazy. Just crazy. And it it was exhausting. I mean, it's exhausting to be a parent at any age, but to be a new mom at 48 was was insane. I'm going to try to describe to you how exhausting it was for me when my daughter was a toddler. I had to get a colonoscopy. And I checked into the hospital, and I laid down on the bed, And my very first thought was, oh, this is so relaxing. I don't know why I haven't done this before. You have to shove what? Oh, I don't care. As long as you're not three, you can't hurt me. I have learned so much by being a mom. I've learned that I no longer have any time or any money left. It's a thing of the past. You know, the closest I've come to having a facial lately is when I drain macaroni. (laughs) Sometimes if I want a really deep cleansing facial, I just open the dishwasher mid-cycle and I shove my head right in. Then I close my pores with some Jet Dry. That's my beauty regimen, 59 cents a pop. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. You know, she was always smart. She was, she's, she's still smart, but she was, she was really smart when she was little. And one time she was bugging us to get her this uh, little computer game thing, this Nintendo DSi. And she kept talking about it and she kept saying how much better off she would be if she had a Nintendo DSi, how much better, better off the entire family would be if she had a Nintendo DSi. So finally we're getting ready to go on a long car trip and I realized, you know what, she's right. We would be better off if she had a Nintendo DSi. So I went out and I bought her one. I came home, I handed it to her. She was thrilled over the moon. She opens up the package and she played with it all afternoon into the evening until she had to go to bed. Next morning, she comes to find me and my husband and she says to us, you've changed my life. A Nintendo DSi changed her life. Adopting her out of a Chinese orphanage, not so much. <laughs> but, but the, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. 
right. All right. Uh, we got time for a quick call here. I believe this may have to do with last night's game and the fact that I didn't go. My wife went in my place. She texted me earlier today and said, I don't think Kevin's going to want me ever to come to a football game again. Uh-oh. Did she not ring her cowbell? Loud enough? Well, no, 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 she did not. She didn't bring your cowbell. But the problem, the cowbell that I gave her, I did not have a mute button on it. Oh, so that, she went overboard. Was, oh, my gosh. I mean, she is now cowbell queen. <laughs> She is cowbell queen. That's good, Kevin, every- because she she lost her title of uh, of misheard song lyrics queen today. Yeah, just happened on the show oh, really? earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she yeah. was dethroned well, earlier. Yeah, so now she has another uh, hey, throne. Uh, yeah, she is now. She is now. Well, you know, it's better to be the cowbell queen champion versus the cowgirl cow patty throwing champion yes <laughs> well, this is true correct this is true that's right there it's we a lot go. more sanitary <laughs> yeah wow. yeah but 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 uh just to recap on the game yeah you got 20 night, seconds because uh, i did an interview okay. earlier about football so you got about 20 seconds for janet <laughs> okay i her. didn't say right. anything she's gonna ring her bell <laughs> or your bell boy she, she she needs to slap you one time to keep you straight okay but anyway here's the thing I know, I know. All right. The game, they, uh, they, they, they won the game, yes, 21-16, but they played flat. Yes. Our QB, our QB was, was uh, he was three and four steps ahead of his receivers. Right. He, he, was, he was off that night. Uh, it, was, it was strictly a defensive win last night. They yes. were inside the 10-yard. The, uh, Sam Houston, if they would have scored, they would have won the game. Hmm. They held them back for six plays. Wow. And on the very last play of the game, it was a throw. Uh, the quarterback for Sam Houston threw it to his receiver. His receiver bobbled it, and, and, our, and our defender slapped that ball out of bounds. And that was the game. So was it, it was. It was a. Was it number fifteen? Didn't he have an interception? An amazing catch in the end zone. Yes, I believe you're correct. Yep, I mean, yep. I did so get to was, watch some of it because it was on CBS TV Sports, which I have that mm-hmm. channel. And I went to bed. I fell asleep listening to the game, and I thought, mm-hmm. "Are we going to win this?" And I heard my wife come in, and I go, "Did we even win?" And she says, "Yes." So I, I was able to go back to sleep, but. You know. Good, good. Yeah, yeah it was anyway. it was a sloppy game. Yeah, it was it was uh yeah, you could probably put but the, the the defense the the defense play like a bunch of junkyard dogs. Yeah. I, I did were, get they, a exclusive interview with the quarterback of Liberty who said he would have played better but he was distracted by a cowbell. <laughs> On uh, on his side, so I don't know. Hey, Kev, thanks for the call, bud, and thanks for taking right, care we'll of. We'll talk to y'all soon. Y'all have a great weekend, okay? You too. Thanks for taking care of my uh, wife and my father-in-law last night at the game. <laughs> Liberty wins; they're five and zero. Oh. Yeah. So but, it was a sloppy win, but a win's a win, and, and you know that goes back to the old saying: defense wins championships. <laughs> anyway. Too. That's right. Uh, well, in in our offbeat news, as we wrap up the Friday show. Um, I would think it would be an interesting job to work customs, don't you think? Yeah, because you never know what's in that suitcase. Right, exactly. Customs officials in Minnesota Mm -hmm. seized a box of giraffe poo from a traveler (laughs) who was traveling from Kenya and said she planned to use the droppings to make a necklace. Oh, my gosh. U.S. Customs and Border Protection said the Iowa resident was selected for inspection by 
agricultural specialist upon arriving in Minneapolis, St. Paul, after having a trip to Kenya. The Dog sniffers uh, <laughs> ratted her out. No, she ratted herself out. Oh. She declared the giraffe feces and stated that she had obtained the droppings in Kenya and wanted to make a necklace. How about that? She says she's used moose feces in her home in Iowa. Okay, I want to meet this lady, but I want to meet her like at a uh, restaurant, the customs- not at her house. Specialist seized the box. It was destroyed by a steam sterilization. The uh, representative said, there's a real danger in bringing fecal matter into the U.S. If this person entered it had not declared these items, there was a high possibility that uh, someone could have contracted a disease from this jewelry well, this is true. and developed serious health issues. Who among us is going to wear poo necklaces? Well, she did it with a moose. Oh, yeah, apparently. Appar- apparently so. Um, so that set me. I mean, to unless you're trying to attract another moose, I mean, I, I tapped into my inner Mark Lamb, okay. oh, and geez. I got a little distracted. I'm sure you did. And I said, "What is the weirdest things that has ever come through customs?" Okay, I'm this game. is what I found. The, these are the weirdest things people have tried to smuggle through. Okay, got not it. that they've declared like right, this right. lady. <laughs> wow, uh, a human skull. Okay, that was in 2006. A uh, lady was returning from Haiti. Uh oh. You know, you know, Haiti has all that. Oh, they got the witchcraft. They got and all the that voodoo stuff, yeah. stuff mm. going on. Mm. Mm. I hope you were okay after you confiscated that. She may have like put a curse on you or something. Uh, candy bar filled with meth. Okay. That one. Uh, that one didn't get through. Good job, guys. There. Uh, frozen goat meat stuffed with cocaine. Holy cow! Seven pounds. Wow. Of of cocaine. Hmm. Uh, they. Uh, they drilled inside the meat and discovered it was uh, stuffed with coke. How about that? Yeah. A uh, 24-year-old was arrested and turned over to Homeland Security. Mr. Potato Head stuffed with ecstasy. <laughs> that is blasphemous. That is. What is happening? I... How could you, how could you, do, if frozen goat meat wasn't enough, you start using a beloved childhood toy? I know. Not okay. It's, it's terrible. That was in 2007. Uh, live tiger cub. Somebody tried to smuggle that a in. A whole live tiger cub. Yeah, 20, 2010. Okay. Yep, had it. Uh, That's a had, rather large cat. Yeah, had it hidden in an oversized bag. Uh, there was a miniature monkey hidden in a girdle. That one didn't get through. Okay. Um, a pant leg full of pigeons. It <laughs> <laughs> was in 2009 when an a Australian dude tried to clear customs with that. Uh, and a stuffed armadillo from Texas. Which had a little tiny cowboy hat on and was wearing a little armadillo-sized holster. <laughs> yeah, apparently um, that's frowned upon in Australia. Wow. <laughs> so, although I bet he was really cute. I bet you so. A little stuffed ar- armadillo guy's little hat on. Yeah. And there's not room enough in this town for the two of us. I don't know if that's what an armadillo sounds like. Probably voice is probably higher <laughs> than that. I don't know. I need animal. some of the meth that was stuffed in Mr. <laughs> Potato Head to maybe realize that. Make today awesome. We'll see you Monday. <laughs>